There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Ladies and gentlemen, Daily Intermission Fans Season 2. Episode 67, and we want to talk about rallies of all time. I'm coming off an absolute bendy, but how are we doing today, Nate? We're doing not too bad. I want to hear the story about the car in the parking lot. Yeah, we'll get into things here. Um, We will say that the pregame show is sponsored by Manscaped, so the best tools for your family jewels worldwide. Make sure you head over to manscaped.com. Use code TDI for 20% off free shipping. Um, keep those um, keep those areas cleaned around your body. Get it groomed up, folks. No one likes a bush. Absolutely, that's actually their motto, isn't it? Uh, They've got something in yeah, there. Yeah, something no along bush. those. Yeah, so, okay. Yeah, we'll yeah. See. Don't play in the bush league, folks. Yeah, don't do it. Um, and before I get into it, I do apologize. Um, so one of my best friends from you know childhood, best friends was getting he's getting married next week, and he had his bachelor party this weekend. So we'll get into some of the shenanigans that went down. But on my way, we went in Thursday night to the great city of Halifax, I posted the podcast for a scheduled uh, upload and the rhythmic beat that uh, the editing software that we use was left in it. So if anybody was listening to the podcast uh, Thursday night, Friday morning, I do apologize for that. It is back live without uh, the beat, but uh, for all the Daily Intermission fans, that was a big bogey on my part. Oh, it happens. It happens. Remember the first interview we ever did? Oh my goodness. Have we ever told that story? I don't think so. Yeah, so we're all geared up. It's our first ever podcast. I mean, in terms of you know knowing the technology and even recording, I mean, we're full on newbies. I think we had a well, had the cell phone hooked up like yep. on speakerphone in yep. front of the laptop, yeah, picking up audio. <laughs> That's exactly what we did. But we recorded with this tick on the yeah, the tick, and it completely ruined. It was an interview too mm-hmm. uh, with a friend I went to school with who was just dialed in the NHL. Anyway, we had to do it again. <laughs> Re- we had to run it back, and it was like an hour interview. Yeah, it was. It was a battle, man. That Absolutely. Was, that was one of the toughest things. It was a tough scene, but we've yeah. gotten better since. Oh, my. I think so. Yeah, I think. Anyway, so, yeah, so we go to this badger party. So Thursday night, we all kind of congregate in the city. Uh, we go to a dive bar, listen to some live music. Then we go to this club-type action, you know, 3.30 in the morning, comes around, and I'm Jesus. in bed. We wake up the next morning, 7.30, and we travel to, you know, one of the nice golf courses on the South Shore, Nova Scotia. It's in Chester, um, and uh, it's a beautiful golf course. And so uh, our, our buddy Noel, uh, who's getting married, shout out, Noel Morgan, absolute beauty. Um, so he's playing with good friends of ours, John Deacon and Morgan, and that's the threesome. And I'm playing with Kevin Delahunt, Ethan Lang. Ethan Lang is the only guy who plays about once every two years golf. <laughs> so... They're both D-Dean, the guys I'm playing with. The thir- the threesome following us, Nate, as you know, are characters, yeah, and yeah. they are absolutely sending on every cylinder known to man, as am I. Damn, almost good. should have got one D-D in both groups and had them just run the cart. I know. We didn't get far enough into discussions to do that, but yeah, I was fair. happy. They rinsed us. Uh, I think they were six under on the three-man scramble. We were one under. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, four of us full sending. So we get to the 11th hole in Chester, and it, once you roll up to a golf course, uh, some the odd golf course will have a green close to the parking lot mm-hmm. um so obviously when you get to that hole you're thinking long's no good 
Long's no good. Long could be expensive. Can be in the head. It's even at our home course at Kenwell at nine. If you're not careful, you can blow into the parking lot. I've and, seen it many times. Yeah. So so anyway, we're on the eleventh hole. It's a beautiful golf course. It's a beautiful day. And uh, Ethan, who's in our group, who doesn't play very often, skulls one from ninety-one yards with an eight iron into the parking lot. And I'm looking at eight Kevin. iron, ninety-one yards. So like he hasn't been striking it that well. So he doesn't know oh, what clubs this is to hit. Classic. And so like he kind of like just catches a thin one, heater, low one, drawing. And I'm like. Oh, we're looking at each other in the group going, that is not good. We hear a big bang. And then it's like, okay. So we drive up and we see Ethan kind of flies in the parking lot and he's kind of checking it out. We see the golf ball right beside the vehicle and kind of a dent. And we're like, oh man, that's not a good scene on a bachelor event. I mean, because yeah. I can guarantee four of us after this round are not going to be able to discuss what goes on here. I mean, so anyway, he picks up the ball and kind of walks with his head down. He hit his own car. It was his <laughs> own vehicle that he cranked. It was hilarious. Unbelievable. Man. I know. Hit your own vehicle. It was truly oh, a hilarious man. event that went down. Honestly, and... it's probably for the best, though. Like, oh, you hit somebody else's, you just, it's a mess. It's just absolute comedy. You hit your own. How do you possibly strike your own vehicle? The best part about it, too, he, he's a great individual, and he's just puffing on a huge stogie, walking in, just nonchalant <laughs> into the parking lot here. And, and Kevin and I are looking at him like, what is? what are we going to have to do here? Anyway, it was an absolute gong show around. We ended up as as soon as we we played as a six, I'm down eighteen at Chester, a beautiful golf hole. We're just as soon as we get to the green, we're like, "Yep, Lunenburg, all hopped in, the car is loaded up, directly to a nine hole golf course in Lunenburg." Oh no way! So it's almost pitch black at this point. We're playing as again a six. Um, uh, Knowles, a couple other guys from Mun are joining. They're walking down the hill and they see five of us in the ocean behind the. Eighth green in Lunenburg, we're just swimming around in the in the ocean. So we're on the twenty sixth hole of the day. I mean, I'm not sure what the drink count is, and Noel is standing over an eagle putt on this par five, <sighs> and and he pulls away from it. And goes, anybody want anything on the line here? And he starts like kind of chirping Morgan Ennis on the side of the green. Anyway, we decide he's like, if it goes in, I'm jumping in the water. And we're like, okay. Oh my I mean, god, he hit it. Rolls in like a 35 snap snapper eagle. Oh on, my on, god! And we all just booming into the water. Anyway, we end up going downtown Lunaper for dinner, and the shenanigans continue. But it was an unbelievable weekend, man. We're excited. Both tonight and I will be popping up to. Where'd you uh, go to in Lunenburg? Uh, so we tried to go to the Knot Pub. They wouldn't let us in. Oh, really? So then we went downtown on the water, and there was just kind of this restaurant. Um, nice little area, wide open, kind of completely outside. The boys were freezing, clearly. Um, is it like a... Um, it was all seafood. It was like a... Is it like on like a, a deck? Yes. A deck style? Yes. I think I've been there before. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I forget. I obviously was in no condition it's to like know the name. like looking at the ocean. You can see the golf course across. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but anyway, yeah, at that point, Every single one of us in the group, other than the DDs, were hanging on by a thread. It's like, mm. it's pretty much 9 30, 10 o'clock at night. We had been oh. going from the night before. And then on Saturday, we woke up and it was spike ball, beer pong, uh, you know. Anyway, you name it, we were playing it. And uh, no, it was a great weekend, great celebration for Mr. Noel Morgan. So I said to the boys throughout the weekend, too, that I would go on a nice little rant. And I think that we summed, that summed it up okay. Yeah, there. I think so. Okay. I think that I think that did the trick. All right. Well, we got lots of sports to get into, Nate. Uh, quarter one, we got the PGA Tour. Quarter two, we got MLB. Quarter three, we got a little NFL talk. And quarter four, we'll bring it home a little bit of hockey, a little bit of basketball talk. We got Kenny Pickett slinging in the background on the TV in the preseason game against the Detroit Lions, Nate. But we're starting off in quarter one. It's the Tour Championship is wrapped up and for the first time in the history of the PGA Tour an individual has won the Tour Championship for his third time the FedEx Cup playoffs going to Rory Big Cock McElroy wow 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 he did it he it, did it. You had it picked too I and it, it's uh what a run it has been for Rory this season I mean what a 
dramatic golf season it's been, you know, typically it's just they just kind of go through the motions and the events are in place. But obviously with the Live Tour kind of entering the chat, a lot of players moving over and mm -hmm. we'll get into some other guys that have announced that they'll be going over. Rory's been... He's been a PGA tour through and through. He's been a spokesman. He's been kind of the, you know, he's been at the top of the, uh, of the, uh, of the list of guys who were, he's been the spokesman, I guess, the leader yeah. for the PGA tour. We well, know him. he's not going anywhere. No, no. You know, like, so he, we watched him win in Toronto, uh, yep. the Canadian Open. He's had a great year. I mean, he was in the mix at the majors, just missed out to Cam Smith at the Open. I mean, had a nice run at the Masters on Sunday. I mean, Rory's always, he's just such a tremendous player. And uh, we're happy here. So third time this year, he ends up taking home $30 million in just tournament earnings this year. Uh, we should give Scotty Scheffler a shout-out, too, because he had an incredible year as well. Yes, he uh, did. Tough day today, but wow. Yeah, he, he did. Sung Jay, too. He was right in the mix. And, man, I felt kind of bad because he wasn't getting <laughs> Any TV no, he never does, man. He doesn't get a lick of television he time. He could be in the final group. They they watch Rory Tiger and then go to another group. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's a beauty, though, man. Just goes about his business and his little. Yeah, he uh, he's a fun character to watch. But Sungjae had was in the mix, comes third, and that's a big paycheck for him. And yep. hopefully, he'll be gearing up for the President's Cup uh, next month, the Quail Hollow. Uh, but Nate, as the tour season comes to an end, and I haven't looked yet to see who's won our pool, so we'll reach out to that individual and, and coordinate what that looks like. I think it's Pickmaster, no? Um, I think it was, was yeah. leading the way for a while. Yeah. Um, maybe not Coochie there was like Jay Coochie or something yeah. like that so it certainly wasn't um, me no I was uh, we stayed in the mix though we'll be doing that again yeah yeah, yeah. I had Adam Scott this week okay <laughs> that's what that's what you had left yeah absolutely nobody oh dude, that's the way nothing. to do it though I, I mean nothing I think I'm gonna have to map it out next season start pegging players that you want to mm. take and you know it's just because it's just well, if you I just thought... plug in each week and just take a guy then it's just you kind of don't have any guys left yeah well i was thinking like a few times i was like all right i still got these guys in the back pocket and then it was like oh wow i only have these guys in the back pocket and, <laughs> yeah. and then i'm just like i was picking between adam scott and jt poston this week yeah so it's I mean, like i mean i'm not taking post no no Would no, have been good no. a few weeks back but yeah he uh i think he was in the basement of the field if i don't if I'm not mistaken, but he man, he's so all over the place. Yeah, I mean, great for him, honestly, to to make the top thirty and go to East League. Yep. Um, but Nate, it's announced that obviously Cameron Smith will be joining the Live Tour. Uh, guys of the likes of Mark Leishman, Cameron Tringali, Joaquin Neiman. So oh, Neiman's going too. Yeah. So Jeez. those are some big names, man, and uh, some international names at that. Uh, two from Australia, one from Chile. The Chile sensation it doesn't sound like Mito Pereira uh, will be joining because he's all fired up for the. President's Cup next uh, next month at Quail Hollow. That's going to be electric, man. And the, the United States are probably going to beat the absolute wheels off the rest of the world. You'd have to reckon, wouldn't you? Oh, my. <laughs> it may not be close. I mean, Sung Jae be there. Uh, you'll have Mito Pereira. Um, you'll have maybe Corey Connors. you got some guys from the world outside of Europe yeah, that are good. But, but, I mean, you look at JT, Spieth, I mean, Scheffler. I mean, there's not many Cantlay, sports. Shoffley. There's not many sports I'm not taking the U.S. I know. over the field. I know. You know, like I can think of like like rugby, soccer. Yeah, for sure. Um, even hockey. I mean, there's an outside chance, you know. like. But my, most Olympics even too. Like the U.S. is a good oh bet my for God, the gold medal dude. count. Yeah, they run it up. Yeah. It's sick. You no, know, for sure. Uh, Nada, just just to finish in quarter one here, uh, Paula Retto wins the Women's Canadian Open. Um, so that would have been exciting this week at the Ottawa Hunt Club uh, in the nation's capital. Obviously, we would have loved to see Brooke Henderson taken home, but she was unable to do so. Had an incredible season, but congratulations to Paula Retto. Paula Retto. On the uh, 
LPGA Tour. But, Nate, we're going to move into quarter two MLB. Yep. Um, and uh, the Angels have <laughs> taken care of the Blue Jays in mm-hmm. three straight games. Um, they also, the Jays are on kind of a heater when they went out to Western or to California earlier this year and uh, and got taken care of by the Angels. So that's one team like the or the Red or the Blue Jays have taken care of the Red Sox all season, but they cannot handle the Angels. And I know Otani had a nice jam in Toronto, so Toronto fans would have packed that building on Saturday to watch Otani pitch. No kidding, man. I mean, it'd be a tough guy not to watch. Yeah, oh yeah. But yeah, that's a tough one for the uh, the Jays to lose. I mean, the Angels obviously they've just been backpedaling like hell. Yeah. Oh, they've got yeah. nobody. No, they're not. Uh, they're not a great team. Um, but uh, yeah, we'll see. I mean, Nate, we've got about thirty five games left, and to me, this is just the dog days of the MLB. Man, it's yeah. like uh, some playoffs races will start to heat up. I guess in the next week or two, but but still, it's even been a grind, then, it's man. like you got to get into like the last week before it even just how tight it is. I know it's like yeah. no one really cares. You just got to keep keep pat with it, keep but. grabbing dubs, and just keep checking the score. But uh, September tenth, I really dial in. I usually watch 100%. a game a day. Yeah, exactly. But nice to watch. Um, definitely, definitely. Uh, each row. Ichiro Suzuki, one of the biggest legends, just a hit machine, mm-hmm. enters the Seattle Mariners Hall of Fame. I mean, the ovation well he got oh, in in Seattle was uh, was just tremendous. Uh, do you think Cooper sounds to come for Ichiro? You'd think, wouldn't you? 100%. I mean, I'm like, like, I don't know. I have a hard time guessing Hall of Fames in any sport. Yes, I always have a hard time with it, but yep. I would imagine it's Ichiro freaking Suzuki. Yes. The best batting stance of all time. Yeah. And just he was lefty. a wax museum. Man. I know, man. Yeah. Just <laughs> just chopping it from yeah. anywhere in the box, too, man. Like oh, It yeah. seemed like that guy could hit like, you know, when they have Those the, nice low ones. Yeah. They, they show up the batter's box and some guys like some areas is just completely red. Yeah. He is just a full green box you're pitching to. Yeah. Yeah. He's just good from anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but no, he was a tremendous character in the, in the late 90s, early 2000s and even in the mid 2000s. So uh, congrats to Itro for entering the Seattle Mariners Hall of Fame. And, and hopefully it's a uh, it's a preview for, for Cooperstown to come. Nate Paul Goldschmidt. Has entered the chat for the Triple Crown. He's leading an average in the end now. He's second in home runs, second in RBIs. I mean, Paul Goldschmidt, obviously we don't give the St. Louis Cardinals much attention on the podcast, being two Atlanta Canadians, but having one heck of a season. And, I mean, Triple Crown is actually a very special, um, you know, accolade to to get. Oh, my God, no kidding. This guy, man, um, he's like... You, you ever look on those websites, um, the fake Chinese websites for jerseys? Uh, I, I'm not. I can't confirm or deny that, Nate. But Me neither. Yeah. But what I've heard is okay. uh, Goldschmidt's all over the place. Oh, is he? Always is. Yeah. Okay. He's been all over it. I think he was well, when he used to play for the Diamondbacks. Okay. Um, I know those ones are pretty. There's a ton of those jerseys out there. Yeah, yeah. He's also like a 99 overall in, in the show. Uh, yeah, the show. So like, he's, he's just, just an a, absolute freak of nature. So he's just kind of a top tier stud that maybe doesn't get the attention. No one that, really talks about him. No. You know? But we're also not submersed in like the full on baseball market. That's fair enough. We got the Toronto yeah, market. Exactly. We got Lord Bobachet. Yeah, the boys. Exactly. Uh, but uh, no, it's gonna be. Uh, it's going to be fun to watch to see if he could get the Triple Crown title in the NL. Um, Nate, the World Bowl, uh, World Baseball Classic is around the corner um, in 2023, and Mookie Betts has announced that he's going to be joining, joining a, a, like a stacked um, American team. I think that the baseball, the MLB needs to kind of, I, I think a world, some world classic countries, I think that that needs to be, you know, worked on, um, you know, from the ground level to make that more of a spectacle, more of a, you know, annual or, you know, um, every just, two year event. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. Just get like Dominican would be de- deadly. Yeah. Like Cuba, even, even Cuba. Yeah. yeah. Um, what are some others? I mean, obviously the U S yeah. I mean, Canada would have a Venezuela tough time. might have a team. Yeah, Canada, Canada could feel a tough the team. time fielding it though. Yeah. 
It's I gonna, mean, we'd have a bunch of guys good. probably in the minors. And, yeah, and, true. Uh, yeah, we wouldn't have a full-on MLB team. Big Al. Yeah, Big Al. Just throw him in there. That's right. We should mention that. Bring the Jason Bay out of retirement. Yeah, Jordan Monod, uh, but uh, or Justin, but uh, literally the World Series is on, man. And, and Nate, you might as well. Oh, we talked about it last episode, eh? Uh, what? The, with the Nicaragua? Yeah. Yeah, we did. Yeah, it was my fire wagon yeah, week. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I love that shit. All right, Nate. Well, that's... Going to conclude quarter two, episode 67 of the season two, the Intermission Podcast. We're going to move into the halftime show. This is a bit of a unique halftime show. Indeed. Um, so Nate came over this morning after I had returned home from the Bachelor weekend. We got a couple of videos for TikTok. We've been slow. I, you know, I mean, obviously, it's been a bit of a write-off for me personally. Um, so Nate went to golf. I slept for almost four hours. Um, just due to the sleep schedule, it was a little wonky, but... You know, it's just something, it's just a commitment. And I, I don't know how many of our listeners are, you know, in that uh, kind of window of where your friends are starting to get married, but bachelor parties, they're going to get you, man. Oh I guarantee it. Yes, they will. Yes, they will. It's tough to get around, man. It's like, you know, if you're not, it's like, oh, I'm going to take it easy tonight. It's like, no, you're not. Yeah. No, you're not. It's, yeah, it's exactly like it's, it's like you're gonna fire up immediately. Yes, what you're gonna do exactly. And and honestly, I heard that a bunch. You know me, kind of, you know, thinking ah, that's all I've, that's all I've got, gentlemen. And it's just it's actually you got to dig a little deeper. Bud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you, you got to find certainly, it. Here. That's exactly the case on bachelor parties. Um, so we're gonna go through just some events that we've experienced through our young lives, our mid to young lives, and, and talk about some events that you've got to be mentally prepared to get in the trenches and get into one. And this segment, you know, if you don't indulge into alcoholic beverages, well, that's fine. That's, you know, there's, that's yeah, perfectly okay. Yeah, and there's the skip ahead button. Yes, You, know, you don't there have to is. listen. But if, these if brings back some tough times or something, you know. Are some events that we have absolutely full scented in. And Nate, I think we'll start back into our high school days, to the prom party days. And we'll talk a little bit about how the prom parties were run in our local area and kind of compare and contrast them to the listeners in the States and in the rest of Canada. But it's a full send show. I'm not sure if it's at the same status it was in the. I don't think. But how these even were like permitted to happen? Sanctioned is honestly events. Crazy. Yeah, it's like they had chaperones. Yeah. Like the chaperones were like 21 year olds that yeah. like were still in high school. Yeah. It's like you're down in a pit. Oh There's a hundred people. There's automatically fifteen fights. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. One one year, a bunch of guys from a school like an hour away came down, and it was just like scrap. And then when that one would get broken yep. up, a scrap over here. Yeah, it was like we got to get out of this farmer's field, guys. It was unbelievable. And I think like so we yeah like Nate said, it would either be a huge pit or a huge field, and it was just full on uh, grade. 10 to 12 plus first year university students. If you're second year university, it was kind of questionable. You probably have a few mixed in there and it was a massive party. And, and uh, I'm telling you right now, those are some of the biggest full sends we had. You for definitely sure. get away with it. First year uni though. Oh, hundred percent. hundred percent. Good. But yeah, yeah, yeah. You start squeaking it out a bit. There'd always be someone yep. there too. It's like, bro, you're 27. Yeah, exactly. Like, dude. You it's gotta like, go. Yeah. It's like, but my brother graduated. It's like, dude, he graduated high school. Yeah. It's like, dude, he also graduated. Yeah. You've got two like, kids. Go to the graduation. Yeah, exactly. There's no need of being here. In the mix. Uh, yeah, um, but uh, the second need is golf scrambles. And for all the golfers out there, this is definitely a prime time to make sure you're engaged. And there's a few, there's a few lessons that you need to take if you're going to take anything out of this is make sure you're pounding water something that we did a fantastic job of this weekend we had i think five two fours of water nice and it's just you just start chugging them at certain points of the day and it helps a 
ton uh, when you're trying to rally for the next day or for you know trying to get back uh, into uh, into society. Um, you know, kind of weave your way back into uh, to a normal human being. But uh, crush waters, but golf scrambles, Nate, obviously one that you start to rev up with. I mean, the Snapple Blossom we host every year uh, is one that comes to mind. But uh, there's going to be a few if you're a golfer that you're going to need to full send in. The, dude, these things are like a tale as old as time. It's like you get there, yep. you get there an hour and a half early. <laughs> yep. It's like there's no need of it. It's like oh, I'm going to go to the range. No one ever sets foot on the range. It's just <laughs> beer after beer. Well, you yeah. do get a few guys. You yeah, see for a sure. A couple guys going over with a couple bags. It's usually a full on convoy for the guys that need to get warmed up, and it, yeah, all yes. everyone goes over, and it's just a gong. There's stuff being smoked, mostly cigarettes, and then yeah, it's, a zoo. it's just a full on zoo. That's and then Snapple anyway. I'm thinking yes. of just like normal scrambles yeah. where everyone yeah, like, yeah, shows yeah. Up. There's a couple guys. Yeah, exactly. Range, but it's like. Mainly, but those guys always end up the most drunk. Oh, exactly. So it's like, what were you getting the reps in for? <laughs> exactly. Like, just what go you... figure it out, man. For like... sure. I mean, honestly, for scrambles as well, it all comes down to putting. It's all it is, man. It's yeah. those twenty footers, fifteen footers for birdie. That yeah, you're because have to someone's roll in. getting on in exactly. regulation. Like, so exactly. It's like, yeah, just literally go to the putting green. Go to the putting green, have a few pints. But those are some times. That uh, and plus two, the waters are key because you don't want to be the guy at the end of the round not being able to move or speak because you typically there's some events to follow. Yeah. So, oh yeah. Uh, so those are some. Speaking. I mean, this halftime show is a classic, but make sure you're ready to go for the uh, for the golf scramble. Uh, Nate, University Homecomings is another one, and these are a bit of a different animal. Oh my god, dude! These are, I've seen some good men go down. Oh my man, it's just these are horns. Talk about not knowing how to pace yourself. These yes. things generally start around seven o'clock in the morning. Yes, they do. There's music being blared. There's horns going through the residence of the university. The town of the apartments and everything are wild, and it yeah. is not eight in the morning. And riding a good buzz at like eight nine in the morning is a very weird feeling. It is. It's a foreign feeling. It's so yeah, that is man. That's been years for me. Obviously, I, I yeah, like. No, no. God. I don't know when the last time. No, no. You know, but it's like, that yeah. it is a really good point. Yeah. It's like, I forgot all about that. Yeah, yeah. It's a, being just absolutely bombed at nine o'clock in the morning. And I mean, I'm going to tell you right now, some of the worst work I've ever done at bars was 12 a.m. at that a bar night? after waking up at 7 a.m. Oh, I mean, who, like, you couldn't even string a sentence together. No, no. Well, you, know? you shouldn't be able to. No, well, you should be in bed. Yeah. Um, but uh, another one is concerts. Yeah. These are ones that, if you're not mentally prepped for, you can go down. Yeah, you can. You can and it all down. depends what you're at too. You know, you get those ones where you can like actually move around in like yeah, a field and stuff. For those sure. are those are the most ideal. Yes. I find. Like Cavendish, for instance. Uh, yeah. I put on a clinic there five years <laughs> in a row. Dude, dude one year I was it five you- straight? Uh, let me see. I went, my first one was thirteen, went fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seven. Yeah, I did five straight. I might have gone eight. No, it didn't go 18. And then I went back for 19. And when I went back for 19, it, it was like something had changed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah I remember yeah. talking. You were a vet and you were well, telling well, stories well, about how it yeah, used to yeah, go. It's like, yeah, I'm yeah. telling you, right? That tree. <laughs> yeah. no, no, but like I was talking to them, was these girls that always used to have the same campsite right across. And I remember yeah. just talking to them and I was like, because they didn't go the year before after or also. And they were like, yeah, it's just different this year. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I think we're just plain and simple old. Oh, but, for sure. 2017, I funneled 50 beer the weekend. <clears throat> so let's 
Can, How I didn't have alcohol is that any good? Somebody math that out. Yeah. Well, I mean, no, that was 2015 actually. Yeah. Okay. It makes more sense. I mean, that's a that's a heavy hitting weekend. Uh, there's no doubt about it. I mean, that is certainly not recommended for all the listeners at home. But Fr- friend of the show, it. I'm not going to give out his initials because okay. the guy's a lawyer now, and he's probably not going to want to hear about that. But yep. this guy was funneling beers, puking, and then just funneling another. <laughs> it was just over and over. But anyway, that is unreal. Yeah, those are uh, um, those were a mess. I mean, I think as we're talking about these types of events we have to talk about the puke and rally oh my god because there was one i i mean i can speak for johnny deacon and i there was a puke and rally yesterday and it sometimes it just it's got to get out of you you know and 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 it's a nice refresh you got to follow it up with some waters but it's a nice reset button it is a good reset button yeah i've never gone down from a puke no another no, no 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 never well actually i should uh i should say i have gone down puking um <laughs> but uh yeah, anyway. Um, but, uh, you know, Nate, I've been to Oceaga. Similar news. It's just it's just a full-on... I mean, this is kind of... We're talking... I think we're reflecting as much as anything, Nate. Like, the, the weekend I would have... I would only have that type of weekend for a bachelor party. I would never go full-on just to kind of hang out with the boys and do... You know, have so many yeah. beers and just be full on having a good time. You'd have time. to be on like a golf trip. Exactly. That's yeah. The only, like you can't just, it's like, boys, let's go get absolutely demonized for yeah. three straight nights get just bombarded. for fun. No, exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, those, these events, I mean, we're reflecting to throughout our times, um, you know, in our young twenties and, and late teens of the events that uh, you have to be prepared for. If you're a young buck listening to this pod, or if you'd like to reflect as well throughout some of the times where you've been absolutely polluted, um, but, uh, but Nate, that'll conclude the, the halftime show. I think, I we've think had, that's plenty. Yeah. We've had yeah. a lot of booze talk. We're going to get into the NFL cause the NFL season's just a few days away. I think 10 days is the count next Thursday. As we talked about it, the Buffalo bills will be heading to LA to kick off the season. But Nate, Tom Brady addressed the media after he missed 11 days. And he said, listen, folks, he's the best deflector of media. I think I've ever seen in my life. Him and Bill Belichick, they never have to answer anything uh, tough. Yeah, I know. And, uh, he's just like, listen guys, I'm 45 years old. Everyone kind of like, yeah, you know what? Fair enough. He's the, like, I've got stuff on the go in my life. Yeah. And they're like, you know what? Fair yeah, enough. Yeah. Like, do I need anything to prove to anyone during these preseason games? Because nobody does anything. It's like, ah. Yeah. Fair no, enough. That's very yeah. true. It's like, does this guy need to play preseason? He's no. going to come out week one and be fine. Oh, man. He'll probably throw, Brady. I know. Probably throw over three or four touchdowns. Yeah. It's not like it's like Kenny Pickett. It's like, I, yeah, I need some time. Yeah, exactly. It's like, well, okay. Yeah. It's like, take all you need. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're gone. Yeah. But uh, that's going to be exciting too. Week one, we got the uh, Bucks Cowboys. Yeah. Um, so that'll be a great game. Uh, Nate, the Seahawks have announced Geno Smith as their starter in Seattle. Uh, so Drew Locke will be the backup. I think the Seattle Seahawks are going to be an absolute dumpster fire, dude. Yeah. I really don't think they're going to have a good year. Is uh, Do they still have the same coach? Yeah, Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God, man. What a vet. Oh, man. I think he's the oldest head coach. How long? How old is he? I, I, if I were going to guess the age, I 72? think he's 76. 76. Yeah, and actually, he's been there for, what, at least 12 years. Oh, my hey? gosh, yeah. He was with the Pats before that. Oh, was he? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Pete Carroll is 70. Okay. Okay, okay. 70. He honestly looks good looks for 70. Looks great for yeah, 70. He does look good for 70. Um but uh yeah, so anyway, head coach for the Seattle Seahawks, they're going to they're going to struggle uh in the NFC West, I do believe. Uh Denzel Mims Jr. receiver for the New York Jets says, "I want out." 
looking at this quarterback room with Zach Wilson up in the stands after a knee surgery, watching Joe Flacco throw a pick six, Muffin, who's going to be your week one starter, and then watching Mike White come in and absolutely light it up. I'm If I'm a Jets fan, I'm saying Mike White is our guy, man. He's a youngster that came in last year when Zach Wilson was injured and, and or just even just being dust and came in and played okay. Like, like it's it's just give the, him a go. It's just the it's just the whole idea of this guy went second overall. We got to give him yeah, time. It's he like, gets that. Well, it's kind of like Baker. Hundred percent. Have Baker been like a like uh, I can't remember how like say Baker's a seventh round pick. Yeah, you know he has that. He's done. Oh. That's where this guy goes first overall. He's going to get another shot. Yeah, you know, for you sure. You can't just throw him away. No, exactly. Which is fair too. You know, like yep. it's kind of how it works, but. But uh, just that, you know, they don't want to look bad. The GM. That's all. The, yeah, exactly. Because then it's like, okay, we gassed this guy. It's yeah. like, well. You took geez, him second overall, gents. Yeah, we're probably getting gassed ourselves. For sure. So. Uh, just a couple injuries, Nate. The Cowboys lose Tyrone Smith, stud offensive lineman for the first four months. He'll be out until sometime in December. JC Jackson, Mr. INT, former New England Patriot. He's going to be injured. He's now on the San Diego, on the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, he'll be out four weeks to start the season. Uh, but the Chargers are going to be a team to watch. I'm excited to watch that defense. Uh, but, Nate, let's talk about some divisions here. We'll talk about the AFC South. Obviously, the Colts, they've got Matt Ryan now. They've got Jonathan Taylor, who's probably going to be the number one pick in most fantasy leagues. they got a good defense, man. They brought in, I do believe they brought in Chandler Jones. They brought in, uh, they also have, you have Darius Leonard. They've got a great defense as well. And then you get the Titans uh, with Derrick Henry, obviously, Mike Vrabel, coach. And then you get the Jags with the second year guys with Trevor Lawrence. And then you yeah. got Houston with probably going to be the worst team in the league. Uh, yeah, you'd recognize. So I think it's agreed we're Houston four. Yes. Yeah. Houston yeah, will be the worst team in this division. And I'm going to say that the Jags will be third. I don't think they're going to make enough strides this year to be yeah. a great team. Like I could see maybe like a five, six win season potentially. Well, not gonna but get, yeah. It's not going to get you to second generally, unless you're in the no. NFC East. That's right. That's the only division you can win. <clears throat> but, uh, and How then the Lions going to be this year, by the way, um, they're, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. I Swift think Swift is uh, going off. Yeah, Swift could have a good season, man. And Jared Goff. I mean, obviously everyone hates him, but I like that Dan Campbell guy, man. He's just a he's a leader of men. I'm going to say that, and, and uh, we'll see what happens with them. Uh, obviously, they've been on hard knocks, so a lot of people are kind of gaining some soft spots. But it's really hard to gauge through the preseason. But I mean, I don't think that AFC, the NFC North, is as strong as uh, you know as it has been in the past with uh, with Rodgers not having as many weapons and um, having the Bears with the second year quarterback. We'll see how it goes, yep. but uh, I think the Lions might surprise some people, Nate. But uh, moving into the AFC West, the yep. division of—I mean, you could really—it's—you it, could blindly order these teams, and yeah. it could happen. Yeah, no, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. The Chiefs, Chargers, Raiders, and Broncos. Nate, lead it off. Who's winning this division? I'm gonna go Chiefs. Okay, I'm just gonna play it easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they've won it what last six yeah. years. They're on a correct? nice run. So, yeah, um, yeah. I'm gonna go Chiefs. I'm not yep. gonna. I'm not gonna go with the old because I'm a big like you know free agency happens. Everyone kind of juices up the other teams. And yes. I'm, I'm more of a like okay, listen, you've got a good thing here. Yeah. Let's not get crazy because they got a few new things. For sure. So. Yeah, people forget the foundation and just exactly. the backbones of organizations and their success. Exactly. Yeah. And then as soon as people see new teams with new guys, yeah. it's like, oh, wow, they might be absolutely unreal. Yeah. So, I mean, I've said this a million times with the New Jersey Devils. Yes. Like, it's P.K. Subban. It's like, oh, they're making the playoffs. I think people, they get a piece every year and everyone's like, oh, they're making the playoffs. They still suck. For sure. You know, so that's For what sure. I'm going with. Uh, I also got Broncos last. Okay. I'm thinking. I'm, go I'm going Chargers second, Raiders 
Chargers third, I think. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm going to roll yep. with. Yeah, I don't mind that at all, man. Uh, I, yeah, I think the Broncos on paper might be the worst team, but Russell Wilson, I mean, yeah, this is going to be it's such funny. a great division. Yeah. So, yeah, I think we'll I think we'll underline the fact before predicting that this is a this is up for debate. I mean, this is clearly, but oh, I'm going to sure. I'm going to say the Chargers and Raiders come 1-2. Chiefs fall to 3, the Broncos fourth, and I know it's going to be a hot take and I I I do think the Chiefs, I think that's me. That's a lot of personal bias there. Yeah, I mean, I've done yeah. the same thing with the Penguins year yes, after year. Exactly, you know, yeah. I'm just like, I hate this them. I'm like, yeah. hey, they're not that good. Yeah, you know, you just look at it like that. But yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens, man. For it's sure. gonna it's gonna be a bloodbath over there. It's gonna be exciting, man. Those are gonna be uh, division games. They're gonna be must watch yep. TV. Um, but that's gonna include the NFL talk. We're about uh, nine days. We're gonna have a lot of fun announcements. The if you go to run your pool, uh, if you need the code, we'll po- we'll post we'll have a nice post on Monday to get everyone congregated into that uh, survivor pool. It's gonna be an Elson pool and also the chalkboard. Get on there and talk fantasy. We got a fa- I got a fantasy draft tomorrow night, which I'll be live for on TikTok. So join me for that. Um, my keeper is Alvin Kamara because he's my guy, and I don't know how many games he's going to miss for fighting at the Pro Bowl in Las Vegas, but we shall see. Um, but, Nate, we're going to move into quarter four, a little bit of NBA, little bit of basketball, a little bit of hockey talk. Um, Nazem Kadri brings the cup to Toronto. Huge suck on that. And then brings it to a mosque, I think the first ever mosque that the Stanley Cup's been into. Kind of cool pretty, there. That is cool. Um, and uh, Nazem Kadri, yeah, brings it to London, Ontario and celebrates with the cup, man. And um, this is a guy, man, that as much hate and as much flack that he's got playing in the market of Toronto, I'm excited for him to win a cup, man. Yeah, no, for sure. He and Yeah, man, he was just a guy, too, when he was in Toronto. He got some crap. He also, it's hard to go back to, you, you think, he kind of had a hard time breaking into the league. Yeah. I remember he was like. He, he was, was a freak in London, wasn't he? Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure. But like yeah. he had really good games in Toronto too, and they just didn't really bring him up. I don't know if that was like kind of like tanking season for them. Yeah, so they didn't want to like. But he he uh, started up, and I remember people just like crying for him to come up. Yeah, and it was it took a little while, but yeah, he was. I mean, he's an absolute. Sometimes he can be an. <sighs> Did you see that? Yeah, yeah. it was almost fell. <laughs> yeah, um, um, but uh, what, he need Ovechkin in the playoffs one year and it screwed Ovi that 2017 run, but. We're watching Mason Rudolph drop a dime over the seam here, and oh man, that that one you, that one would be in your dreams. You haunted. I'm not sure what string that tight end is, but if he would have made that grab, he cracks the roster. Probably. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, that's some that's some OBJ shit right there. <laughs> yeah, it was preseason OBJ reach out. <laughs> Nate, uh, what were we talking about? Mike Babcock retires from coaching. Good. This He's guy still being paid though. I know this you guy, know. man. Like obviously, you know, took over from Scotty Bowman with a, in a great situation to Detroit. Had a lot of success. Was you know the face of Canadian hockey coaches for a long time, and you know a lot of stuff came out about him and and uh, kind of a scumbag human being. In my personal opinion, I don't know him personally, but some of just the antics he pulled with some of the players and some of the mind tricks that he put on players. Yeah, no, he's an but for good. Dirtbag. Yeah. Um, and I just wanted to add here too. Sure. Uh, just going down is I'm the first guy, and I'm not looking for any recognition from this, but I'm the first guy who hated this dude. Man. Okay. I couldn't. He was my Jonathan Taves. Okay. My, I couldn't yeah, yeah. stand him. So yeah, everyone's yeah. like, "Oh, he's such a good coach." And yeah. I'm like, "Dude, he coached the uh, like with the 2010 Canadian team. Yeah. Like the the 08 Red Wings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like wagon alert. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like rosters top to bottom that you could just ream off. Like his, it's not that hard to coach exactly. players that are going to the Hall of Fame. And his interviews used to drive me absolutely I know, nuts. Man. He was he was like, the oh, no pro- it's like, shut up, Babcock. You're a little know. bone, man. I wonder. I wish I would have gone. That would have been a fun thing to do. Nate, looking back on this year, is to go to a game in Saskatchewan University and just give it to him. Was uh, all game? Weren't they at? Uh, no, they didn't. We were remember we were, we're looking. Up. They weren't at nationals because yeah. the nationals were in our hometown, and we yeah. were like, if Saskatchewan's there, we are going Babcock beaking. <laughs> yes, 
and it would have been hilarious. But the guy's such a bad coach, he couldn't even get his university team to nationals, folks. Saskatchewan, too, a pretty predominant like, they're in their, good squad, man. They're in there every other year, or if not more. Like yeah. They're a good team. They're no the Golden Alberta Golden Bears, no, mind you. They're no UMB, UMB Varsity yeah. Reds. Yeah, which, could we drop the Varsity? Yeah, they, them the they are, they are, they are. Uh, oh, they, they are, are now, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, all well, the teams are Reds. Okay, cool. Which is... What's well, a red? <laughs> Remember the uh, St. Thomas Tommies? <laughs> they folded. Yes, they like did. Like a launcher. I went back and looked at their year-by-year records when they folded. They oh. had like seven winning seasons from like the 60s on. It was absolutely terrible. It's kind of greasy to do that to them because they're a very small school yes. with a very niche set of of offerings educationally. Yeah. And they are on the same campus as the biggest wagon in Canada. Yeah, it's tough. So man. it was like their little brother. What that could was have been a terrific rivalry, but like it was oh, never just because they, they called it the Battle of the Hills. Yeah. They <laughs> and that was not even, it was just there was no the beat down of the hill. Yeah, exactly. Um, Detroit Red Wings signed uh, Phillips Adina to a, uh, to a three year deal, 1.25, I think, yep. along those lines. Something like that. Yeah. Is he a bust? I mean, it's. He's sixth overall. Yeah, let's keep in mind though, this guy is the same age as Brady Kachuk. Okay. Like we're talking 21, 22, right? Okay. So he is young. Yeah. But it seems like it's taken this guy a long time to get her going. Yeah. And I don't see anything from him because I love watching the Red Wings. Like I like watching Verona, Lucas Raymond, Freak. Stud. I I enjoy tuning into a good Red Wings game. Plus their commentary team, one of my favorites. Calder Trophy winner. Uh, Yeah. That'd be good. Moritz. Yeah. Heard of him. Sada. Um, but, um, sorry, what were we talking about? Oh, Zadina. Yeah. yeah so I, I don't know. He just doesn't string out to me. I remember a lot of sense fans wanted Zadina over Kachuk at the time <laughs> when that happened because Zadina had big years in Halifax. Yes, that's right. And Kachuk wasn't putting up like massive numbers in college, but yeah. I, I like, but it's it, pretty clear the right decision was made by uh, Ottawa. Called by them. They've got their captain, uh, for their franchise and, uh, and Detroit's signing him off his rookie deal to 1.2 million. So, mm-hmm. Gives you an idea, but uh, hopefully, yeah, hopefully he can uh, pick it up because obviously the Red Wings in the next few years are going to be looking to take massive strides in the Atlantic Division. Yes. Pat Beverly signs with Lakers, and he's just finally in basketball, so that's going to be interesting. Obviously, a gritty defender, uh, played last year in Minnesota, and Chad Holmgren, um, second overall pick to OKC, done yep. for the year. Yeah, uh, I saw that. Did tough you see scene. the play? No. Was it uh, on LeBron? Yeah, it was like yeah. a summer league thing, and he yeah. just like kind of went back on LeBron. LeBron like went to pull up for layup, and yeah. like he just kind of like it looked like he kind of just like landed awkwardly. Yeah, and like but he, but you could tell he was feeling it early for sure. But that's a shame for him, man. Definitely, you know what I mean. Oh, oh. man. Brutal, dude. Hopefully you can come back from it and, you know, that sucks for OKC as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's all they ever do is have players um, just peel. So I guess I will say that we will be recording on Thursday for the Friday episode, obviously. So we're excited to bring that Friday. But I think that both of us might be dealing with a wedding recap on Sunday. That's right. That's right. So uh, so we'll see how that looks, uh, folks. But my fire wagon of the week is going out to one of my best buddies, childhood friends, Noli Morgan. Congrats on getting married. And uh, we're excited to celebrate with you next weekend, man. And uh, you're an absolute fire wagon, dude. That is a fire wagon. Um, mine's going to be a bit of a throwback to the NHL draft here. I was just sure. thinking about it um, as we were talking about Zena and stuff. But my yeah. fire wagon, I'm giving it to the Montreal Canadiens okay. and the balls Okay. to draft uh, Slefkovsky. Yeah. I, I respect the hell yeah, out yeah. of it. That yeah. guy's a stud. Yeah, oh, so yeah. They're my fire wagon of, well, I'm going to go with month. Okay, sure. Yeah. You know, it is the yeah, end yeah. of August here. so And maybe even a little revamp with uh, Sean Monaghan. We'll see what happens with the changes yes, he yes. does for that guy. I don't yeah, think much. I don't but think we'll it's going to be good. Uh, my dog water of the week. 
uh, goes to the individual that was in the uh, Lunenburg golf shop while we were getting ready to play nine holes. I went in there, and this guy was disgusted that we were looking to go play at 6.30. I was like, listen, buddy, we're going out, man. We're getting carts. We're getting beers. And, and, Why was he uh, disgusted? You want to get out of there? Oh, yeah. Oh, no way. Yeah. And oh. we took carts, and we were out there jumping in the ocean. Oh, <laughs> man. That's tough. Yeah. And it just comes with it, man. That's, that's the way it goes. That's just part of the gig. It's like also at the same time, it's like you know you're not going to be there that no. Much after dark, exactly. You know, exactly. I mean, the carts can't be out there, so it's just like, dude, you're still getting off at like nine. Like, chill out. It gets dark at eight thirty, buddy. Dude, this guy was a vet. Like, I'm talking oh. like sixty five seventy. Okay, I was thinking it was like some young kid. No, no, no. Oh, sixty five yeah. seventy. Oh man, you never know though. Too like, he could have got guy conned into it for like, yeah. Somebody called in sick or something. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah, like, yeah. All right, well, you're only there till six, and then yeah. maybe you got an extended shift. And he was Friday like, These night, guys come in bombed. Yeah, I'm so probably like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> yeah. Um, my dog water of the week, honestly, like I haven't been too tuned into sports the last couple of days, so nothing's really popping in, but, uh, I'm going to go with the Detroit lions. Yep. Yeah. Okay. And that's well, all. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. They're just getting out. Of- Actually, you know what? It's <laughs> never mind. It's the Acadia Axman football program. I like it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Five points in the first game. That's what I'm saying. Five points. First off, how'd you get five? What'd you get a safety? It's absolutely dust. Anyway, you know, it's like, come on. I think Canadian football in general is the yeah, dog water of the year. No oh. disrespect. Like, I don't want any trouble. Did you see that? Team. Yeah, it was pretty filthy. Diving underhand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that brings me to my firework of the week, and that's the Detroit Lions. <laughs> he uh, blows. Yeah. <laughs> there's, he, there's Blow. What a beauty. What's this? Benson Blow. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Look at this. Diving underhand. Oh, that's some Zach Wilson crap, man. <laughs> if that would have got picked off, it would have been better. Oh, yes. Oh. All right, folks. Stuff. Well, listen, we're back. Make sure you're following all the social medias. Make sure you keep stay tuned um, for everything coming this week. we got some pools coming. We've got a fantasy draft on TikTok Live tomorrow. We're going to be at it socially this week. So make sure you're giving it a five-star listen. We apologize about the last episode, but it's live. Folks, have yourselves a great week. We appreciate you. Hey, skaters. <laughs>